WBNE. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Rachel. And we're the Curly Critics, and today we're talking about Legally Blonde. Ooh. We're, today I'm joined by a very special guest, Rachel from the Perspective Z podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. Jade ran off to the woods this week, so I had to find a replacement. Listen, we all get lost in the woods sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It I does. I hope she's having a good time. She was like, I'm probably going to turn my phone off all weekend. So I've just been like texting her TikToks and like things that have happened. And I'm like, you are not going to read these until Sunday. But I'm excited for her to read my like 25,000 messages I sent her. Right. I have a friend who we just send like a spam worthy amount of TikToks to each other back and forth. And it gets to the point that we are not expected to comment on the TikToks. You like the ones you like. You don't have to talk about them. You can send a message that's like, I finally got caught up. (laughs) <laughs> but it's just an unwritten rule that after, like, 30, you, we don't have to talk about the individual TikToks, because I don't remember what I sent you at this point. <laughs> I love that. So, Legally Blonde came out July 13th, 2001, and it was directed by Robert Luckett. I don't know. I wasn't born I, yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in July of 2002, so... I was... Two and a half okay. at this point. That makes so. me feel a little better. <laughs> so, Rachel, what's your history with this movie? Um, so I've actually, up until today, have never watched the whole thing all the way through. Like, I get the jokes, because I've seen little snips of it here, here and there. Obviously, you got into Harvard Law? What? Like, it's hard? Like, I, obviously, I get that. I know Bruiser's a little bean, but I do not have a long history with it. When I, when people are like or people, in middle school, when my friends were like, what should we watch? Mean Girls was the answer, not Legally Blonde. Yeah, we were Mean Girls people, too. So, yeah, I I haven't watched it much. Yeah, I had never seen it until last night at 1 a.m., or I guess this morning at 1 (laughs) a.m. So, you know when I said, let's go for seven instead of six? I was finishing the movie. (laughs) I figured that. That's why I was like, whatever works for you. (laughs) I was like, Doing the math when you texted me and I was like, okay, the movie's like an hour and a half. If you had like started it right now, seven would be the time to go. I actually put it on time and a half speed. Thank you, Netflix, for adding that. Yeah. One of my really good friends, Caroline, is obsessed with Legally Blonde. So she got me to listen to the musical version. So I've like seen that version of it. So I'm familiar with the story. But is like I started good? watching this. Like, is the musical good? I think it's fun. Okay. It's not like critically good but it's okay. like enjoyable right. the songs are like preppy and fun like on a scale of hamilton to shrek the musical where would you put it closer to the shrek side of things okay yeah it's not hamilton <laughs> well i know it's not in hamilton but just like in the in the rate of like it's enjoyable okay like, and i think it's on youtube but like it's or not it meant to watched. be taken super seriously no no as a musical no okay I can watch that. I'm a very casual musical fan. I've recently discovered this week that I am anything but a casual musical theater fan. <laughs> have you been on you Sincerely about- Us? <laughs> I have. I just keep trying to have conversations with people about musical theater and then realize that nobody has the amount of knowledge that I have about musical theater, so we're not on the same plane. Right, right. Are you on musical theater side of TikTok? Yeah. Every once in a while. I was just mostly consistently a Harry Potter TikTok. Okay. And then we got some book talk in there and then it's just a mess. 
Um, I'm on a cow TikTok and occasionally like bad mom TikTok, which is just moms that don't mom shame. Yeah, I've gotten a few of those. <laughs> I I love it. It's so good. Um, the cow TikTok though, every now and then they'll go out to a field and there will be a new baby calf and they don't know which pregnant moms it what like which mom had a baby overnight so they just have to go up to next to all the cows and figure out who hasn't had their baby <laughs> love that it's beautiful miracle of life <laughs> so for those who don't know anything about legally blonde the movie begins with Elle woods and her sorority house preparing to go on a date with her boyfriend warner where she believes she's going to get engaged. But they do not get engaged. Yeah. So he breaks up with her instead. And Elle, in her emotional turmoil, decides the only way she can win Warner back is if she becomes serious and attends Harvard Law. Um, Naturally. That that did not work for... Well, I guess it did work for her in the end. Yeah. She, like, studies and gets a uh, 179 in her LSATs. Mm Mm-hmm. Which so I like. Clearly, don't know. she is in like she's smart. Yeah, I don't know anything about the LSATs, but the, how, like, the perfect score is a one eighty. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. And somehow they let her in, so she goes. And I think it's funny that everyone's like, well, she got in on daddy's money, which technically she didn't, but she did get in because they were like, um, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was I guess. kind of like. I wonder what'll happen if we let her in, so let's let her in. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so Warner dates Vivian, right? Throughout yeah. throughout the movie. Do you think he was cheating on Elle at any point? I mean, I wouldn't put him past him. He's, like, actually the worst. <laughs> he is. He, he like, he's... shows up and introduces, he's like, this is my fiancé. Right, and I'm like... And you guys like, broke up at the end of the school year, but not even the end of the school year, because she had enough time to study for and pass her LSATs. Right, but it's been definitely less than a year. Right, since and they you broke just up. are engaged. And he was like, oh, well, we were dating back in prep school, but I was like, mm, you cheated. Yeah, that. See, I have a cheater radar, and it was going off. I. Yeah, I just have a radar for like really crappy men. <laughs> all of them <laughs> yes um yeah i i think he cheated i don't like cheaters i got cheated on once that's a whole story just this whole movie he's the absolute worst he is he does not appreciate her at all he constantly talks down to her and is like you're never gonna pass like come on honey like we he's know like, better you won't, and then you he- won't get the internship and then, like, as soon as she becomes successful, he's like, oh, I want to date you again. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, no. She can I... do so much better than you. And, and she does. And she realizes this, yeah. Because does she, does she date the associate guy? Yeah. Oh, she does? Okay. One of the things that I noticed was a lot different from the musical. And the musical, the whole scene where she, like, figures out that Warner's not going to love her anymore and she, like, starts to, like, focus on her school and, like, does really well. Mm-hmm. And the musical, like, Emmett does that with her. Like, Emmett's the oh, one tutoring okay. her. So you, like, can see them, like, falling in love a lot easier in the musical. But I also like in the movie where it's, like, she did that all on her own, like, a strong, independent woman. 
who knows what she wants. Okay, speaking of strong, independent women, the professor at the beginning, I can't remember her name because I don't remember anyone's name ever, uh, but the one that was really- Stromwell. At the end, when she is at the salon, do you think she was there when Elle was teaching everyone at the salon to bend and snap? I feel like she's the kind of woman who would, like, come in and then see that happening and be like, I'll just cancel my appointment and, like, I'll be leave. back tomorrow. <laughs> but, like, I thought about that at the end when she was there. I was like, I wonder if she was there the first. Because <laughs> that would be beautiful. Honestly... That would be so funny. But also, I feel like Elle would not be able to handle that. <laughs> but if that Elle point, didn't know, relation- maybe she was in the bathroom, came out and saw it happening, and was like, never mind. <laughs> I need to find a new salon. Right? But it's, what's the state that, not not state, what's the city Harvard is in? Boston. It's in Boston? Okay. It's like right outside of Boston. Okay. I think yeah. it's technically in Cambridge, but it's like oh, right. in... I was gonna say they're probably in the actual town that Harvard is in there probably aren't that many like different salons so there's probably a high chance that the professor was there (laughs) I'm just saying crazy just also how often do you have to get your hair done I have literally no idea perms twice a year since you were 12 but twice like every six months I don't know My hair doesn't hold anything. I would have to get it every two months if I got perms, I swear. My hair is naturally curly, so never get it wrong. See, I feel like I need to do the curly girl method on my hair because it, I switched over to sulfate-free shampoo and conditioner because I ended up being allergic to my other stuff. So I was like, sure, I'll use this stuff that's better for my hair anyway. And it has gotten like very wavy. So I'm like, if I used products that were actually good for my hair, what would happen? Yeah, my hair, like, when I was younger, was a lot straighter than it is now. Which is, like, as the older I've gotten, it's, like, gotten curlier. But also, as I've learned to take care of it more, it's gotten curlier. Right. So, it's definitely possible. I make my hair stay wavy after it dries by, uh, when I take a shower, I put it in a braid. And then I take it out of the braid, and when I wash my hair two days later, it is still wavy. Honestly, I would do that in high school, but to make it, like, a different kind of wavy, because I would, like, brush my hair out and then, like, put it in a braid when it was still wet, and it wouldn't be curly. It would be wavy. Right. Oh, yeah. The the goal is waves, because I don't think... I would play with the curls too much. Excuse me. Oh, I play with them all the time. But doesn't that make it frizzy (laughs) if you're, like, pulling at them? Sometimes. It depends on what products you're putting in. I don't use any products ever. I use shampoo yeah, and conditioner. I'm also going through the process of learning what I can use and what I can't use. Because, like I said, I just had this allergy test done two months ago. I got my first vaccine the day after I got my allergy patch test done. And I'm fully vaccinated as of last week. So, seven weeks ago, roughly. <laughs> um, And I found out I am allergic to so much in cosmetic products and like toiletries that I'm terrified to explore different products that are good for my hair because my hair is gonna break or my scalp like breaks out that's fun no (laughs) I'm also allergic to the blue dye and paper face masks huh so I can't wait I feel like I feel like I'm allergic to so much but I am scared to get tested so I'm just it's not like bad so I'm just living with it that's kind of how I was and then I tried 
don't know what it was. Because nothing, I mean, I guess it was my face wash was what we determined, but I'd been using the same bottle of face wash, like not even a new bottle, so they could have switched the formula. There was maybe an ounce left in the six ounce bottle, and my face broke out in hives. And so I went to my doctor, and she was like, that's weird. Sucks to be you. And then I called the, <laughs> like, she gave me a steroid to help it go down. She was like, you probably won't ever happen and have it happen again. People randomly break out in hives sometimes, and that's that. And then um it happened again like a week later so i called her and i was like do i need to come back in and she goes um i'm gonna refer you over to the allergist i got the patch testing done where they put the allergens on your back tape them to your back and leave them there for 72 hours that's so long it was so uncomfortable turns out i was allergic to the tape they used on top of the things I was allergic to. So my back was just fully red and itchy and miserable. That's terrible. Yeah. Yep, never getting allergy tested. <laughs> I mean, they can do one that's just like a 15-minute test, but they did that one yeah. and they didn't get the right results for it. Because that one's more environmental, mm. not chemical, and the chemical one needs to sit longer. That makes sense. Yeah. So, L. <laughs> right. The on-topic bacon and eggs. <laughs> I love making fun of bacon and eggs. I usually edit out of the podcast so they never know that I'm doing it, but I do it often. <laughs> I say leave it in. As long as it's funful, funful, playful, um, poking fun. I'll leave it in this time. <laughs> love you, Tyler. Love you, Ethan. <laughs> I really do love them. Oh, yes. 100%. We were talking about that before we started recording. It's true. We were. But Um, Elle. Where were we? Elle. (laughs) So Elle gets into Harvard Law and she meets Warner and Vivian. And somehow they're engaged. Okay. Did Vivian know who Elle was beforehand? Surely she did by how rude she was to her. When they met... Like, after she, like, Elle got kicked out of that class right at the beginning because she was super unprepared... And she was, like, waiting on the bench, and then, like, Warner shows up, and then Vivian shows up, and Vivian is like, oh, I know all about you. Right, but had she seen a picture? I don't know. Because she said, I didn't know you would be here, and then Warren was like, I didn't either, Pooh Bear, which, really, using the same pet name for two girlfriends when one of them is right in front of you? Yeah, that's gross. It's also not even a cute No, it's not. (laughs) No, call me Piglet. (laughs) Or Eeyore. Pooh Bear is, like chubby and eats eats all the time like what are you trying to say and about me stupid i love winnie the pooh I... but he's an idiot True. he has stuffing for brains doesn't wear pants no 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 he might be onto something there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like she probably well it was 2001 i was like if this was now she would have looked her up right because i was thinking but it was 2001 thing. so I don't know. Unless she was, like, over at Warren's house and saw pictures that he, like, forgot to take down or were family pictures. She was like, oh, who's this girl? But I don't feel like that would have happened. I just feel like Vivian knew a little too much at the beginning. If they'd only been dating over the summer, which again proves my point that he cheated on her. Honestly, yeah. It's making more and more sense. He's the absolute worst trash so vivian and warner just like bully l the whole time and l has never been to like an actual hard class in her life 
So she, it drove me insane. I'm an engineering major. And it drove me insane that she was just coming into class with her like heart notebook. I know. You don't, you don't get any, like, you didn't nope. do any research ahead of time. <laughs> no backpack the first day of class. I was like, what are you doing? She brought her dog. No, she didn't bring her dog the first day, but she brought it to every day after. <laughs> <laughs> it drove me insane. But eventually she buys a computer. The nicest and... computer of them all. A color yeah, which... MacBook. <laughs> It also, like, bothered me that she didn't have a computer before, but, again, 2001, so. Right. That was kind of on the verge of everyone getting their own laptops. Yeah, so they bullied her, them a lot, and Elle is, like, trying to figure out her life, and she has no friends, and she's sad. I am Elle, and- just less cute <laughs> and popular and rich. <laughs> True. At least Elle has her dog and money. <laughs> I mean, I have my dog, but she's not- she can't go with me everywhere. She is a- 45 pound mix we think she's part pit bull but don't tell any of the apartment complexes i'm looking at that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, eventually vivian invites Elle to go to a party and Elle gets super excited because she's a sorority girl and she just wants to go to a party but they lie to her and say it's a costume party and so Elle comes dressed up as a playboy bunny and nobody else is dressed up and she handles that situation so well she does, because Warren Warren was like, oh, why are you dressed up? And she was like, oh, I just felt like it. I was like, you and go, girl, up. that confidence. She shows up, and she's the only one dressed up, and she, like, doesn't even blink an eye. I just wish I was as confident as her. Well, if I, I walked into a party, and I was the only one dressed up, I would leave and never come back. I would just not go to a party. I didn't ever get invited I mean, to a high school too. party because my friends knew I wouldn't go. So they just didn't even bother inviting me. And I'm like, true but hurtful. Please include me this next time. Guy- this guy, like, had through, like, a summer party every year for all the kids that were in the band at, like, his grandma's lake house. And he invited me for two years, and I didn't go. So and you didn't get invited year, he again? Just didn't invite, he just didn't invite me. And that was the year that I would have gone because I, like, actually had friends then. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I didn't want to go to your grandma's lake house anyway. If you had friends that were going, I would have just gone. I've been like, you know what? I didn't really have friends that were going the first two years. But the second year, or the third year that you didn't get invited, which I'm assuming would be junior or senior year? Yeah, junior year. Then yeah. Yeah, I probably should have just gone, but whatever. I'm not friends with him now, so I don't really care. Fair enough. I didn't really get most of my senior year, but I wasn't a party girl anyway. Fair. And at the party, Warner tells Elle that she's never going to pass school and that she should just give up and she's not being serious. Basically, all these really disgusting things. And Elle realizes that she's never going to be good enough for Warner. So suddenly she starts trying. Right. Which what I don't get is how she didn't see those traits in him before. Yeah. See, my only breakup experience is uh, something I refer to as the Cameron story. (laughs) Uh, And like all my friends now refer to it as the Cameron story. Um, I, I was best friends with this guy for like five or six years and we were 16 or 17 at the time. Uh, so it was two years ago now ish, two or three. And, uh, he was like, you know what? Let's start dating. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea. So we started dating and then he got really distant in like February ish of whatever year it was, 2018, 2019. 
And he was like, listen, I think we need to take a break. I don't have time for a relationship right now. And I was like, you know, that hurts, but thanks for being honest with me. I appreciate that. So we, we took our break. And then I was like, you just want to break up, don't you? Because I texted him that same day. And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, ouch. So I was texting with my friend and she was like, um, this was like a week later. She was like, um, did you and Cam break up? And I was like, yeah, why? And she goes, well, he posted on his um, Instagram story. He had been with another girl for two months. So it's not that he didn't have time for a relationship. It's that he didn't have time for two. That's the worst. So yeah, that's my Cameron story. I don't trust guys named Cameron. I just don't trust guys. Fair point. Oof. Men. There's like, my my roommate was like in a relationship until this all went down. And so like me and my other like apartment mates would always be like, men are trash, but except for your right. boyfriend. But now we can say that all men are trash and just mean it. See, I'm going on a sort of date tomorrow with a guy I met from Bumble. And I'm like, I'm fully expecting for him to be trash, even though he seemed nice so far. And we've talked for like a week now. But men are trash. So I am just going True. into it with that expectation. Fair. As you should. <laughs> right? Either they'll exceed your expectations and be better than trash, and then you'll be surprised, or they'll just be trash and you won't get disappointed. Exactly. Never set your hopes too high. Which Elle does not do. <laughs> she that is a girl really on high. a mission. She is unstoppable. Like, I'm taking two college classes right now because I, uh, screwed up my life choices I, I, the, the pandemic changed them all and now i'm not even going That's to the fair. school i was gonna go to and it's it's a hot Just mess but blame the pandemic I, it's literally the pandemic's fault because i deferred for a year so that i could um you know not have to have like a covid freshman year 14 hours away from my home and then i didn't like the university's response so i was like oh guess i'm just not coming <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. But, like, I don't understand how she has time to go get her nails done and go shopping all the time in law school. Yeah. That's... There's a song in the musical where Emmett is, like, talking about how he's, like, trying to teach her how to, like, study after Mm -hmm. the party and... Like, all of her books are, like, unopened and all these things. And he's like, you have to, like, start focusing and she's like, how do you have time for all of this? And he's like, I did this and three jobs. Like, shut up and get focused. Right. I mean, I guess that's the other thing. She doesn't have to work. Yeah, she just shows up. Which I love fights. that scene with her parents where they're like, that's, you don't have to, that's not, a, that's kind of weird for you to go into. Like, they responded to her wanting to be a lawyer the way most parents would respond to their kid wanting to be in fashion marketing. <laughs> they're like, lawyers are for people who are ugly and yeah <laughs> ugly and smart you're not ugly and smart or like something like that i was like ouch i would be so mad if my parents told me that yeah yeah, yeah no her but, parents i want to know what her dad does to have so much money then if he thinks lawyers are stupid because it can't all be inherited wealth at this point yeah especially not in like california where they're from exactly Like, inherited money is more of an East Coast thing. (laughs) True. I've seen Gilmore Girls. (laughs) I love Gilmore Girls. Oh, I watched Gilmore Girls for the first time over the quarantine. It was my quarantine show. 
I watched it all in three weeks. I'm trying to think of what my quarantine show was. That was so long ago. I also never had a time where I was just home quarantining because I worked at a grocery store. Yeah, I worked at a gas station over the summer, but then the time, like, before, like, when I still technically had classes, Mm -hmm. I was not working then. Um, my state said you cannot enforce online classes in uh, K through 12 when this all first happened. So they didn't. So from March to May, whatever, when senior's last day was supposed to be, I didn't have to do anything. My school year was done. (laughs) Talk about senioritis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had like, yeah, I had a bunch of college classes that were like, guess we're going to change how we're doing things and so some of them were like okay we're going to do less work and then my one professor was like no we're going to do the exact same amount of work you just have to do it on your own like we're still going to meet in class we're still going to meet during the class time just over zoom and then you have to do this project you just have to do it by yourself now so that was fun yeah our state basically said grades cannot go down because of the pandemic they can only go up so we had a bunch of optional assignments but i at that point had a's and b's so i wasn't doing any of them (laughs) i was like whatever i have my gpa i had been accepted to my school at that point so i was like i don't care so i just didn't do anything fair i finished my community because i was dual enrolled in a few community college classes so that i could graduate with an associates sorry i'm lighting a candle because i'm i enjoy playing with fire um (laughs) but i finished my community college classes and i think i had two that i actually had to do but that was it. I can't get this candle to light. I don't know what's wrong with it. In this episode of Rachel Almost Burns Down Our House, because unfortunately, that happened. Yeah, this is the sequel. The sequel. I don't know why. Not live on camera. <laughs> right? Good thing this isn't a recorded podcast, like a video recorded podcast. Oh, yeah, that would be. Oh, we were doing that for a little bit, but. It's difficult. Yeah, it was too much work. My computer was, like, combusting every time we did it, so we gave up. Yeah, I believe that. I have no interest in starting up a PZ. Not unless I get a major computer upgrade, which means a desktop, not a laptop. Better internet. Yeah, maybe in the future, but not now. Right. So, anyway. So, (laughs) she gets, she's, like, interning at her Professor Callahan's law firm. Mm -hmm, Because because she just. They get this big murder trial. Yeah, and she's succeeding so well at her, whatever she, at her, to the point that she's, like, the best intern. The best intern, but she was listed at the bottom of the four. Did you notice that on the, like, written list? It was kind of, like, a fine, we'll let her in. And then, of course, her instructor is a gross man. Yeah, and then we find out that he just, like, hired her so that he could, like, sleep with her. Joke's on him, she didn't let it happen. And, like, I bet that one must have been such a big shock for him the first day that she, or, like, that when she shows up and she's, like, taking the job seriously and is actually better at it than everybody that he actually wanted to hire. And then he's just like, oh, I just hired you to sleep with you. Could you imagine being the, like, finding out if you were the person that was fifth on the list or supposed to be fourth on the list? And then he hired this girl for her looks, basically. And then she ends up being better than everyone else. Like, could you imagine? Honestly, if that happened to me, 
I would be upset and then see how like see Elle like do her thing and then be like, honestly, you deserve this. You can change my major. That's a lot of stress on me. More than change your major, it's law school. That is graduate degree. Drop out now. (laughs) That I can get behind. (laughs) So they're working on this murder case where this woman who runs a like fitness mega company Mm -hmm. is accused of killing her husband. And she used to be a Delta New. Yeah, it just so happens that her and Elle go to the same sorority. Sisters. Or a part of the same sorority. Yeah. So Elle, like, they have to find her alibi, but the alibi is that the woman got liposuction at the time that her husband was murdered, and so she can't tell anybody. Because then she would be a fraud. But she tells Elle. Yeah, she tells Elle because they're sisters, but she's like, Elle, you can't tell anybody. So then Elle has to figure out how to, like prove that this woman is innocent without the alibi and you know what the answer is curls on curly (laughs) critics true curls are always the answer so maybe i try curly girl method yeah maybe maybe she maybe it'll solve a murder trial maybe it will i didn't know any of that stuff about perms but why would i (laughs) We're not L. Why would we? Like, they're like talking about the murder trial, and L goes, "Happy people don't just don't shoot their husbands. They just don't." I know. I was like, like she's <laughs> so serious, and everybody's like, "Why are you talking right now?" I know, but she's kind of got a point. Yeah, like unless there was evidence of an underlying issue, and there's not. She's right. right. Even talk- there's no reason for her to be a gold digger. She's, like, not getting the insurance money because she's independently wealthy. So it doesn't make any sense for her to kill her husband. It doesn't... Technically, the daughter didn't have a motive. No, the daughter did have a motive because she would get the insurance money, wouldn't she? So why weren't they looking at the daughter in the first place? Well, because the daughter didn't mean to kill the hus- the father. She was trying to kill... Right, but why the didn't fitness they... lady. Why weren't they... Brooke Taylor... Yeah. <laughs> Why weren't they further investigating? My stupid thing won't. Does it add a ju- No, it has juice. Why is it not? Um. But why did they not investigate the daughter further? Because she was lying. Well, sure. But they should have looked into that. Not that the American justice system is that great. It's just because men are trying to look everything. Yeah. And they don't pay attention to any details. Except what's his face that backed her up and supervised her at the end so that she could be the lawyer on the case. Yeah, because Emmett is the only man that we can tolerate. I wouldn't mind dating a guy named Emmett. That seems like a guy I could vibe with. I wouldn't mind dating this Emmett. True. He's a lawyer and he's supportive. And he's attractive. Rich and nice. And he's attractive. attractive. (laughs) I don't know, I have a friend whose dad is a corporate lawyer and he defends like a large company, like a lot of large companies. But one of them produces chicken nuggets, and I'll let you figure out which one. Um, he makes, like, in 2017, he made $7 a minute during the working a week. A minute? A minute. That's so many dollars a minute. I know, that's, like, he makes more in two minutes than I do in an hour, but it's fine. <laughs> that's, wow. Yeah. It makes more in a day than I make in, like, two weeks. (laughs) When my friend told me that, I was like, I very heavily considered all of my career plans. I was like, can I be a lawyer? Do do I have the heart? Because that is a lot of dollars a minute. I feel like I could, I have the intelligence to be a lawyer, but I have none of the other skills. See, I was on the debate team, and I did a good job, 
the problem I like debating with people I just don't know if I could do it professionally I believe in myself I feel like I could because I we were our high school was the best public school in the nation for the type of debate that we did and I was on the varsity team so like I don't know I feel like I can hold my own change your career plans become a lawyer I mean the school I'm going to now does have a law school just saying and it's like a good law school but there's also like eight med schools in town so (laughs) (laughs) doctors also make a lot of money they do well some of them yeah depends on your specialty so they're working on this case and l it starts to do really well she gets his alibi and nobody believes in her, but Vivian is starting to notice that things are weird. Because Callahan keeps asking Vivian to, like, get her coffee, get him coffee, and, like, all of these, like, servant tasks. Mm-hmm. And Vivian's like, this is weird. Why is this happening? Right, because it then, is weird and shouldn't be happening. Warner starts paying more attention to Elle, and everybody's like, hmm, what's happening here? Yeah. And it's almost like she's not an airhead like they initially thought. Yeah. I also the idea that the main like premise of this movie is that blondes aren't stupid is very early 2000s. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like well cuz that's kind of the message given in Mean Girls too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I and see, it's kind of a joke when I went to high school that blondes are dumb, but it wasn't like a real. No one actually thought that. Yeah. Like, I have not thought about like blonde jokes in like a real long time, like ten years at least. <laughs> right. Like it just isn't. They're not funny. I don't like jokes at the expense of other people already. But like, yeah, that too. But but just. Yeah, I don't. I don't like blonde jokes. They're stupid. So anyway, what happens next in the movie? (laughs) They, like, figure out this... I think they go to trial next. Right, right, right. right. They're going through trial, and they're losing. Like, Callahan and his team are losing. Because they won't listen to Elle. Yeah, because Callahan thinks that Brooke is guilty. And so he's, like, not taking his job very seriously. And that pool boy goes up there, and the defense, or whoever, the people supporting that are, like, against Brooke. Mm-hmm. I don't know, legal jargon. I think they're the offensive team in terms of football. Maybe the prosecutors? Yes, the prosecutors. There it is. So the prosecutors, like, told the pool boy to say that he was having an affair with Brooke to give Brooke motive for killing her husband. Mm-hmm. And then Elle figures out that the pool boy's actually gay. Yeah, because and, he insults her shoes. And nobody believes her except for Emmett. And so she tells Callahan that and is like, he's gay. And then Callahan like goes up to cross-examine and just like doesn't say anything. So Emmett goes up and he's like asking all these questions really fast. And he's like, and what's your boyfriend's name? And the guy goes, Chuck. And, and he's then, like, wait, I didn't mean to say that. No, and then he's like, he's not my boyfriend. And Chuck's in the back and he goes, you're such a mean man. <laughs> so 
all men are trash except for Emmett because Emmett listens to girls. Yes, he does. We like and him. This is just, if you're with a guy and he doesn't value your opinion, care about your emotional health, or doesn't believe in you, get out of that relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I just, ugh, toxic men. But, like, I'm glad they don't just show toxic men in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's a thing that I like a lot about this is I feel like a lot of times movies that are, like, super big on female empowerment are just, like, fem- women are cool, all men are awful. Right, which doesn't and it's like, help feminist like, case because then people think the wrong thing. Right, and it's like, the point of feminism is not to make women better, it's to just put everybody on an equal playing field. And it's often because men are the worst that we're in this situation in the first place, but not all men are the worst. No, not all men are the worst. However, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they, a lot they, of them are. Oh, and I think it would be interesting. I guess we did kind of see it with Callahan and Emmett with calling out another man when he's doing something inappropriate towards women is a big part of being not a crappy man. Yeah. Wow, I love Emmett. I, he's a good guy, feminist for sure. So. Then they find out that the pool boy's lying, but Callahan still doesn't do anything about it. Because he's trash. And and then he hits on Elle, and Elle Trash. Quits. Good response. <laughs> and Vivian finds out, and she immediately jumps to conclusions. And Emmett immediately believes Elle. So, like, I want to hate Vivian, but I don't think it's fair to. I don't either. I think she was put in a crappy situation, and she is trying to figure it out. Because there is that one scene where, um, uh, Warren, that's his name, uh, is sitting there, and he's like, well, think about your own gain. Don't, the client doesn't matter. And Vivian, like, gives him a look. So she had kind of figured out that there was something up with Warren, and she was starting to make progress with Elle, I don't know. I feel like the movie was also trying to break through the women against women stereotype. Yeah. I think Vivian is a pretty insecure person, especially when approached, like, with Elle. Oh, for sure. Elle is her opposition. And, like, Vivian is like, I'm not as pretty as her. Like, Warner had her first. And so it's only a matter of time before. And, like, Warner only broke up with her because he needed something better. Right. As as opposed to, like, he didn't necessarily choose Vivian. She was just there. And so Vivian's having to deal with all of that. And so then the first opportunity she gets where Elle looks like the bad guy, she, like, jumps on that because she's, like, not sure what to do. Right. Yeah, no. I think she is insecure and is in a tough situation. And I don't. This feels bad to say, but I don't know that I would have acted any different in her situation with the information I had, you know? Yeah, I don't think I would have either. I probably would have been a lot less vocal about it, but I'm also just less vocal in general. Fair enough. Yeah. But Brooke freaks out that Elle quit because Brooke only likes Elle and nobody else. I mean, and I also only like Elle. But, I mean, I was 
so amazed this whole movie about how likable Elle is. Right. Like, she... I mean, she has, like, no flaws, which is kind of a problem for, like, characters. Like, I'm okay with it, because she's just so charming. I mean, she comes for money. (laughs) (laughs) True. Like, she, she doesn't... I feel like until she realizes there's no hope with Warren, she doesn't realize she might need to, like, work to get somewhere in life. Yeah. But the fact that... See, that's the thing, is they resolve all of her character flaws by the end. Wow. This movie's so good. (laughs) It is. It's... I feel like it was above its time. Ahead of its time. Not above it. Yeah. (laughs) It really is. So, yeah, I... mm. So, basically, Brooke fires Callahan and hires Elle, based on, like, some technicality and... Some code in the state's legislator or constitution or amendment somewhere or something that said a law student can represent a uh, an accused party or something as long as yeah. they have a licensed associate to supervise them. Yeah, so Emmett supervises L to do Brooke's case because Brooke is or L is the only one that thinks Brooke is innocent. Right. And Elle goes up there and nobody's taking her seriously at all. And so Elle starts to get really insecure until she realizes that the daughter got a a perm. perm. Which I'm sure no one in that room was ever like, thought that would be a thing that would define a court case. Right. It's just like such a... It's such a plot convenience thing that, of course, the one thing that solves this case is the one thing that Elle knows. Right. It's definitely but, a plot convenience. See, that's my that's my big criticism of the movie. It all was just very Disney, but not Disney, you know? Yeah. It's, like, fun, but it's everything that happens is so improbable. <laughs> exactly. The events line up just perfectly. But... Elle figures out that there's no way that the daughter could have showered like she said she was doing when the husband was killed because she got a perm and you're not supposed to shower after you get a perm. And then the daughter confesses to the murder and everybody lives happily ever after. Happily ever after. Because it's a Disney movie. Is it a Disney movie? It's not, but it is. Yeah. (laughs) It it could pass the test. It's got the same vibe. (laughs) It does. It's just like a... You know, everything was plot convenience. Yeah. I just remember there's that scene where Elle gets chosen to be the intern and she like comes up to Warner and she's like, Do you remember that four hour? Oh my gosh, yes. And then she goes, This is better than this. Which is like, one, a burn on Warner, and Vivian is like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that scene, and I just watched it. That was a good part. <laughs> it's all so fun. It is. It's a relaxed girls' night movie. Relaxed girls' night movie. Yeah. Definitely. Trying to go through my notes, see if I missed anything. The main premise of this movie is just Elle being as petty as she possibly can be. Yeah, but she is successful in it. And not right. just mean, like, and successful in being petty. She's successful in life. Like, she graduates from Harvard Law. She solves a murder trial before she graduates. 
Yeah. I also appreciate, well, no, appreciate's not the right word, but this movie does a good job at showing, like, growth in college. Mm-hmm. Like, Elle is a completely different person at the beginning of the movie that she is at the end, and, like, that's my experience with that college is, like, a huge developmental time in your life where you're, like, learning how to be an adult and you're growing as a person and all of these other things, and that's what happens to Elle. I'll take for it, because I still haven't been. <laughs> it's fine we're probably doing it this fall probably (laughs) like i the things that i'm doing now in my life are not things that i would have expected to do four years ago not because it's not what i wanted to do but because i literally didn't think i was capable of doing them four years ago right before i got like i'm graduating in may so it's like just in the last four years my whole life has been different and i've just become so much more confident and it was just nice to see Elle do the same thing (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I definitely can understand how that would relate, or you would be able to relate to that as someone nearing the end of their college life. Yes. So are you going to go to Harvard Law after this, or? (laughs) I wasn't planning on it, but I think maybe I should. (laughs) I mean, she did wake up and decide to go to Harvard. I mean, it's fine. I loved loved whoever said it at whatever point in the movie that was like, did she just wake up one morning and decide to go to Harvard? And everyone was like, I don't know. And it was like, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, it's more convoluted than that. She woke up one morning and decided that the only way to win her ex-boyfriend back was to go to Harvard Law. And then she did. Like, she won him back. And then dropped him for him being a booty hole. But she just realized that she could do so much better than trash men. And mm-hmm. lived her own life with Emmett. Yeah. Yeah. She's an amazing female role model, honestly. Yeah. Wow. Can I be Elle Woods? (laughs) Do you have any final thoughts about this movie? I'm probably definitely going to be watching it more in the future. Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah, I definitely have a new appreciation for this movie that I didn't have yesterday (laughs) um i might go watch the or listen to the musical see how that goes yes do that there's a number when you're introduced to brooke where she's like dancing with like uh hold on she's like dancing with like jump ropes and like talking about how like you have to be whipped into shape and like men like that and like it's a very it's a very good song very upbeat interesting all right there's also a song when you're introduced to callahan called blood in the water where he's talking about being a lawyer is like being a shark some of you guys are gonna get eaten oh well it's just a lot more intimidating it's not incorrect yeah (laughs) (laughs) so now do you have a score for this movie from zero or yeah zero to ten um, I will give it a solid eight. You yes. know, it, it checks all the major boxes. It doesn't fall into super major stereotypes, I feel like. Other than just being an early 2000s movie. Yeah. Because it's not Ditsy Girl, because she's smart, but it still feels a little Ditsy Girl. Mm-hmm. I'll probably give it an eight, too. 
Yeah, I I think that's fair. It's you a know? solid top tier movie, but it's not like the best movie ever. No, no, it's not like Frozen. Instant <laughs> classic. So we also guess the Rotten Tomatoes critic and audience scores just for fun. Oh gosh. I feel like the critic score for this one is like a 45, but the audience <laughs> score is like a hundred. They like, since we've been doing this, a lot of them have surprised me. Especially like, we're not critics, but like a lot of times our opinion is like- Currently critics widely... are critics. You heard it here first. <laughs> not professionally, not for Rotten Tomatoes. But like, we gave Die Hard together a six. Because I didn't like that movie, so I gave it really low. Oh, out but of like, 10, not on the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. scale. Got it. But the like <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critic score for that movie is a 94. Wow. And so like our score is just very different than theirs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I also don't think a total critic score is fair because mo- the average viewer doesn't go to a movie to criticize it, you know? Yeah. That's just my beef with Rotten Tomatoes, though. I just like looking at them. I think they're fun. <laughs> so do we get to look up the actual no, you score? You have to guess. You guess first, and then I see how close we are. Okay, so I'm going to guess for the critic score, um, 79. For the critic score? Yeah, it's, not, it's out of 100, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I'm going 79. And audience score, I'm going to go... Mm, 74. Okay. I gave the critic score a 65. Okay. And the audience score a 91. All right. So what is it actually? Just just felt right. The critic score is a 70. And the audience score is a 72. Hey, I said 74. I was not far off. Yeah. I wasn't far off for either of those. No, you weren't. I'm learned that i'm just wildly off every time we do this that's fair okay so do i have to go watch miss congeniality next or (laughs) maybe oh national treasure is one of the suggested ones i love national treasure Uh, i think it has way too low of a critic score national treasure is an instant classic it is and it has like a critic score of less than 50 percent. that's so low Uh uh-huh yeah, it's depressingly low. But then the audience score is in the 70s, I think. Wow. Yeah. Critics really be out here. <laughs> Maybe that needs to be your next movie, if you haven't done it yet. We haven't. Maybe Add it to should. the list. <laughs> Jade would be all over that. <laughs> National Treasure. I'll come back and guest with the both of you. <laughs> yeah. We need to start having more guests on. We're we just kind too. of a mess right now. <laughs> felt that week jade is like the only time i can record is thursday and then it was like thursday at 10 p.m and she's like actually i can't record today so i was like (laughs) okay backup plan right oh i felt that well that's why i ended up guesting on um bacon and eggs for the winter falcon and winter soldier just because uh things came up (laughs) yeah that's why i'm gonna be on sincerely us because Eni's at Disney right now. And just got engaged, like, yeah. today. Eni's living her best life, so Beck and I are going to talk about musical theater. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. 
for the record, National Treasure got a 46 on the tomato meter. That's so low. So low! An injustice. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts, things you want to say to the audience about anything, life? Um, <laughs> don't make a life, don't take a life. Fair. Uh, that was what my freshman year social studies teacher said as we left the room every Friday. Don't make a life, don't take a life. Um, live your best life. Listen to Perspective Z wherever you get your podcasts, now on Spotify and on WBNE.org. <laughs> I was thinking about how great it would have been if you were our promo for this week, that it was just a coincidence. Oh, that would be but great. I think we did you last week. I don't even remember who ours is, and we literally just recorded this afternoon, so. I just realized that I need to figure out who it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. Where can people find you? Uh, well, people can find me on Instagram at Rachel underscore Bartholomew, but I don't ever post there. So, like, probably not the best spot, but you can find me on Twitter at rbartholomew094 or Perspective Z. On Twitter, we are Perspective underscore Z underscore um, or Perspective Z wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome. You can find the Curly Critics at Curly Critics Pod on Instagram and Twitter or you can email us curlycriticspod at gmail.com you should also join our Patreon and what yes. is your Patreon? Where do I, how do I join that? it's uh, patreon.com slash curlycriticspod ooh <laughs> yeah alright I, I, I'll go check it out <laughs> I mean, I'm already in the server, but I'll go check it out. Anyway, this feels weird doing this without Jade, but it's fine. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not Jade. It's okay. The Curly Critics are a proud member of the WB&E Network, which has eight great shows, one of which is Perspective Z. Another which is That's What I'm Talking About, where MC is reading through The Hobbit right now for the first time and making her comments with guests and here's a promo hi my name is mary clay and on that's what i'm talking about i'm experiencing lord of the rings for the very first time i read the books and now i'm almost done covering the movies in a few weeks i move on to reading the hobbit but there will always be a special place in my heart for faramir it is faramir i love him in a weird way in which i both want to marry him and adopt him (laughs) (laughs) he needs somebody to love him i don't care how or who he just needs somebody to love him i volunteer his tribute (laughs) faramir you have shown us your quality sir the absolute highest that's what i'm talking about new episodes every tuesday wherever you get podcasts yay yay we do a anything else we need to talk about I don't think so. Well, in that case, this has been another episode of Perspective Z. That's been Katrina. That's been Rachel. Thanks for listening. Bye. Toodles. Not that That's it's great. rehearsed or anything. <laughs> Jade did one once that I was like, wow, this is the best we've ever done it. But I don't even remember what it was. So thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening yeah. to me talk and guests. Thanks for coming, Rachel. Absolutely. It was a blast.
podcast. Eventually, we'll start to have guests, more guests on. Am I not good enough for you? Is that what I am hearing? (laughs) No, I'm saying we want you back with both of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, 100%. National treasure. Let's do it. 